space, the final frontier. Space Station Ashland sits on the edge of Federation space with its companionship, the USS Dalamis Christian. The space around them is full of mystery and strange wonders, where secrets are kept and danger lurks around every corner. The crew of the Dalamis Christian must navigate treacherous waters as they work to protect the Federation. But as they peer into the unknown, they will discover that the line between friend and foe is not always clear. They will be tested like never before and will face challenges that will push them to their limits. Join us on this adventure as we explore the farthest reaches of space and uncover the hidden truths that lie within the shadows. Tabletop Journeys presents Star Trek Preservations. Captain's Log, Stardate 57652.2. Upon returning to the Zindi colony world Zix Zaya, I was presented with a mystery by Damon Brazig. One of his ships appears to be missing three days and 15% of its cargo. Initial scans reveal that exotic radiation has affected the ship and the crew. More investigation is warranted. Captain's Log, Supplemental. Working in concert, Medical science and engineering were able to backtrack Damon Brazic's ships to just outside Breen and Cardassian space. While the Dalamis Christian made good speed to where the incident has occurred, the crew worked on shield modifications to try to stave off the worst of the exotic radiation. Upon arrival in the area in question, scans quickly revealed a series of subspace tunnels. All sensors reading indicated that these tunnels originated from a world within Breen space. As we attempted to investigate further, the fabric of space became too brittle like termite-eaten wood, for the Dolomish Christian to proceed safely. Lieutenant Commander Charles Rizin, Lieutenants Alik Ohm, Tenari, and Najjar took the Nessie to explore the anomaly further, but disappeared into one of these subspace tunnels. I have been forced to withdraw the Christian to a safer distance, while we urgently search to see if we can find our missing crew members. Welcome to Star Trek Preservations Episode 8. Uh, episode 8 is called Broken Chains. And if you will remember last time, so we are going to begin exactly where last episode cut off. This is, in effect, part two of the last episode. The runabout had been investigating these mysterious passageways through subspace. Those of you on the Nessie know what happened. A large Breen ship appeared as you got caught in kind of a trap of some variety. A large Breen ship locked onto you with its tractor beam, dragged you uh, through one of these tunnels basically to look like a large asteroid. As you got close to it, a hangar door opened they used their tractor beam to deposit you into the hangar bay, and the door closed behind you. And that is where you find yourselves now. The runabout's been deposited into this large hangar. The large hangar, in terms of mechanic size, is roughly 
two zones wide. So from if you were on the far right-hand side of the image here, all the way to the left-hand side, that would be maybe like the rate, the extent of medium distance in game mechanic sense. When the ship was deposited, one of the first things that happened is a large robotic mechanical umbilical cord moved out from the wall on the right-hand side of the hangar and attached itself to the right nacelle of the ship. And you heard the stereotypical whirring insertion penetration noises and then the power level on the Nessie dropped to minimal power. Enough power to go ahead and support life support, but phasers, warp engines, shields are offline as you sit in the hangar. Pretty typical from what you have read about Breen technology, their ability to disable ships. This seems to be a, a physical component of that, but it seems that as you connect to the umbilical, it, it's sucking the power from the warp engines. The other things that you see here in the hangar, you can see a handful of Breen soldiers in the hangar here. There are two all the way on the left-hand side, another one behind what looks like a small panel of some sort, and then two more down on the, the southern side of the hangar here that seem to be guarding doors out, like personnel doors out. What other information can I provide you? What would you be doing at this point as you are deposited in there? Do you have any idea where we can find the tractor beam controls or the detention level? The tractor beam controls on the Nessie, or? Sorry, I was mixed-genreing. I'm like, you we, have no we've, got to, we've got to disable the tractor beam and rescue Princess Leia. We've been sucked right, into the exactly, Death Star. Exactly. Yeah. I have a couple initial questions. Sure. First, scanning around the area, looking at the Breen themselves, mm -hmm. two things I want to make note of. One, are they well armed or do they look like technicians? They do not look like technicians. They are carrying weapons. Okay. So they see they seem more like security than technicians. Okay. Second question, do they appear to be wearing anything that would suggest that this suppressing field is present in the hangar bay? The suppression field isn't the thing that is cutting out your power? No, the time dilation. Suppression. Oh. So what's keeping, what's keeping us and what's the, what should be keeping us and the other crew that are on these ships from yeah. being, um, from coming back to normal time. Gotcha, yeah. Um, uh, they do not seem to be wearing anything. Actually, let me go ahead and give you a roll on, no, I, I'm not gonna make you roll on it because they're not wearing anything that would be protecting them from that effect. That's nothing ostensibly. They're not wearing gigantic clocks around their neck like Flavor Flavor or anything like that. They just, they seem to be, from everything that you've read or seen about the Breen, they seem to be normal Breen. Even kind of rudimentary scanners on the ship aren't reporting any time dilation. It does seem that the chronometer on the runabout is off by a little bit, but not three days like the last one was. So there's, it does seem like whatever effects maybe affected the other, the other ships that Damon Brazig was reporting about potentially has happened to the runabout, but it, but it now seems to be ticking away like normal as if it's back on. So Interesting. Okay. I was thinking that perhaps the reason that the, now that we know the, the clock is ticking again, that we were able to be aware of what's going on versus the Ferengi crew who had no idea uh, was because of the shield modulations that Lieutenant Tanari knocked into place on the, sh on the shuttle. I think we have that to thank for the fact that we're even conscious. That well, that's what I want to know is whether or not if we go out, 
are we going to be subject to whatever's here? And it doesn't appear that way. Are, so are you ocean running scans of the environment outside the ship to go ahead and see if there's anything exotic or anything bizarre out there? I want to, we don't want- but I also want to make sure that it's being done at a very low power so that they're not detecting that we're detecting them like we're supposed to be unconscious. Sure. Yep. Can a tricorder penetrate the shuttle's wall to measure the outside? So that no, we're not even not using the ship big. system? As as strange as it sounds, I would imagine so. I don't again your shields are off, you'd have to you have to maybe calibrate it a little bit for the plating on it, so I'd make you roll for it, but yeah, I bet that you could go ahead and make the modifications to a tricorder to do that. Just as an option, Lieutenant Ajar suggests the possibility, because there's got to be less chance of them noticing a handheld device than one plugged mm-hmm. into the system with the umbilical they've got attached to us. Yeah, Agreed. They don't we seem to be moving the towards the runabout at this point. As, as little as possible. I would, if they catch I would a, guess. a power drain coming off of it, we're in trouble. Yeah, I would also suggest, Commander, that we don't do anything to announce our presence that we're conscious including using a tricorder that might alert them that we because it does not appear to be that they are perceive us as any kind of threat as of yet one thing My i would like exactly to do, i thought i was going to have i'm glad i don't have to remind you is the scans we took while coming in i would like to make a copy of it put it on like a data tape and hide it in like my boot or something yeah. just in case i dig it smuggle that isolinear chip yep if it looks like the so you're able to go ahead and do that there are plenty of isolinear chips around mm-hmm. to go ahead and, and do that the throughput coming out of the core computer is slow you're assuming that's related to the power drain that the ship is currently experiencing so you're watching it tick along watching a little rotating hourglass <laughs> little beach ball yep you said the breen that are visible are all armed correct as you are looking out these two over on the left hand side are armed the ones down at the bottom of the map here are also armed. The one at the console here, he's not holding his weapon. He seems to be manning the console. Okay. Do so we have Josh, shuttle armory with uh, phaser rifles in it? You can certainly go investigate to see if there there would be rifles on board. I would need you to give me a roll to see if you can find one that is uh, charged enough to use with the power drain that the ship is currently experiencing. I think we should confirm our current mission parameters here. Initially, we need to determine the nature of this environment. How many people are here? Is the time dilation something that they can affect us here with? Second, we need to obtain proof of the Breen tech and in their their involvement. Third, we need to identify a method of securely providing information back to the Federation regarding this. And if possible, we escape. All right. Najar, would you like to give me a roll? What kind of roll would you like to make, do you think? Security and reason would be what I would bid. Reason, security. Yeah, I guess this would fall under devise a battle plan. I can give you that. The armory is a security device, and I'm trying to reason out. Oh, security, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Security, totally on board with security. I was trying to decide between uh, insight and insight and reason, but I've, I'm fine with reason. And this would be a difficulty to challenge. And just in case I didn't say this at the beginning, the scenario tonight begins with three threat apiece. You are captive in an asteroid, so. Fantastic. So reason is 10, security is 5. 
for 15 okay. is my goal. What is your challenge? A difficulty two. Yes. And we have zero momentum thus far? Correct. Zero momentum to begin. Oh, I gotta get at least one more die. Can I assist him using my engineering? Uh, to, look, to look for a charged rifle? Uh, to maybe even help or make sure there's a rifle. couple of charged yeah. rifles. Yeah. Yeah. My, my yeah. hope is to pass out four of them. Because, right, Josh, the the role is not to find rifles. It's to find working ones, right? To find working rifles, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would say, Tanari, you can assist here to go ahead and see. If he's not able to find rifles successfully, then you can maybe assist here. So let's see what That's, happens here. I gave you a threat to buy one die. All right. So I'm going to roll three. With Tanari's help, maybe we'll score some momentum, too. I'm thinking that since this is actually hands-on work, this would be control engineering. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So that's a 14 for me. Is that a success? I need to roll. Okay. Or I need to wait for Glenn to roll first. Okay, so I have three to four successes. I have a two. If you agree that a focus in starship, starbase security systems would apply here, then I have four successes. This really isn't a secure... So using security to go ahead and get into the rifles makes sense, but it's not really a security problem. It's an engineering problem. Do you have any focuses that would help on, on an engineering front? No, that, only if they were def- deflectors shields, okay. whether they were no. for containment inside the ship or etc. Right. Okay, then I have I'll, three successes. I'll give you three. Yep, that's fine. Right. Now for my assist, I yep. have a focus on survival. Would that count? Yeah, I'll give you survival. Yeah. Okay. I got an 18, so I do not assist. You do not assist. Okay, so that's fine. So you get one momentum at least. One momentum at least. So It's becoming um, a tradition at- that my first roll of any game does not succeed. And how many functioning rifles was I able to find uh, with a three? Give me, so you were able to succeed. Give me a D6 roll, and I will let you, if you want to, if you don't make the number that you need, I will let you use that momentum to re-roll the D6. Okay. I got a three. Okay. What would you like to do, Kit? What would I you have like a to security do? rating of one, just to let you know. So he's not going to be very good with the rifle, is what he's saying. <laughs> He'll be like Luke when he points the uh, points his, his lightsaber like at his face. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So three may be enough. <laughs> you'd still be more impressive with another one. Could I spend that momentum to find a fourth? You can spend a momentum to re-roll the dice again, and if you get more than three, then you're able to find you're able to find more. What happens if he the, doesn't get more than three? Can I get less than three? No, you've, you're guaranteed for three. Yep, you're guaranteed for three. So if you rolled a one or a two on your d6, then that doesn't count. No matter what, the everybody should have a hand phaser anyway. A standard issue. Yep. Yeah, so should we save? If you do not have the security skill for a rifle, should we save that momentum? Well, I've got security of two, but yes, no, don't. All right, hold on to the momentum, and we'll stick with three, and we'll leave the good doctor, who took a Hippocratic Oath anyway, with just a little bitty hand phaser. He's no, chief I'm engineer. A, I'm a, oh, I'm right, a, you're engineer, not doctor. I'm a know-it-all doctor, not a medical doctor. Yeah. Wrong kind of doctor, gotcha. Yeah. Not that kind of doctor. Yeah. I'm a nerd doctor. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so oh, you I are... I pass out three phaser rifles. All right. Thank you, Tanari, for your Lieutenant Tanari, for your assistance. Anytime. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you're able to, like, this battery and this battery aren't quite... Well, no, actually, you failed on your assistance, so... Right. You were the pretty face. So, all found oh, all the, these batteries I, are uncharged. Weird. Right. Weird. I found all the duds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But cool. now that I'm... See, now that I'm chief of security, and even though I'm not in the command track, I've got some command going on. I'm practicing that whole thank them anyway, even if they were useless. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, so you have found rifles. There's some talk about whether or not you guys were going to do some scans for the outside of the ship to try to determine the environment where you are. Would you like to proceed on that front? Or are you going to try to go ahead so, and keep it quiet? So, Commander, I think we could use the emergency floor hatch to drop down underneath the runabout as stealthily as we can and maybe attempt to take them by surprise. Each of these little yellow square X guys are the Breen, correct? Correct. Okay. Because what I'm thinking is if we open up the, the, the belly hatch, mm-hmm. we can crawl over to the nacelle hidden yeah, come out put here, there. Yeah. and then I will say that as as you're going over to the hatch to go ahead and invest, how often do you open the belly hatch? As you go over there to look at it, you notice that there is like frost on the metal coming up from the bottom of the ship, as if it's in some place that's very cold. We know Breen tend to be a sub, an Arctic temperatured species, so. Do we have any cold weather gear aboard the shuttle? With the replicators offline yep. for power. Before we do that, so do we want to? I assume we want to try and disable everyone that we can, but then do we want to attempt to get the runabout detached from this umbilical cord thing in the bob? Or, as you said, Commander, find more proof. But then I feel like the, sh- the runabout's probably our best route of escape. We don't want to lose this until we find something more appropriate. Well, we're here. We might as well take advantage of the opportunity while we've got it. Simply blasting our way out of here is not a not going to accomplish anything in the long run. We need mm-hmm. to get out of this out of this area and see more of, of what's going on. Maybe taking that console to is the first step. It also wouldn't do us any good to try to escape in the shuttlecraft unless we can figure out how to adjust our ship to be able to move through whatever they've done to the local space. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. As opposed to simply being held in stasis again. I mean, if we can get a leak home to one of their computer consoles where he can actually find out what's going on. Maybe he can reverse it. Do there appear to be any cameras in this room as we're peering out what ports we have available? It would be a reasonable assumption that they're recording activity in the hangar. I think that's a reasonable assumption. The second we start shooting, the alarms are going to go off, but... Yeah, it's also a reasonable assumption that the five Breen that you see here are not the only Breen in the facility where you are. Right. Oh, Commander. We'll have to either exit the shuttle or risk sending a signal outside of it, whether it's through a tricorder or the ship sensors. That's exactly, yeah. And if you look here, here, Commander, on the uh, hatch, there's 
frost, so the temperature outside in the uh, hangar is at least approaching the free the zero Celsius. Alik, I would like you to give me a like a reason science roll for some potential information, please. Do I have a difficulty? Difficulty one. Sensor operations work with a tricorder? Oh no, we're not using tricorder. Or at least I'm not at this point. Reason science is a 16. Four and a five. So two successes. Cool. Excellent. So as you're like thinking through the... We haven't been here for very long, and there's frost already starting to form on the bottom of the ship, and it's already penetrating the hull, and we're able to see, see it on the inside. You glance out one of the windows. You see the same frost beginning to appear on the, on the nacelles and everything like that. You have determined that inside the hangar, and at least inside the hangar, there's an environmental condition at play here. And the environmental condition that you guys are going to be operating under, I'm calling the cold of space. You are traveling on an asteroid for all intents and purposes. So unless any of you have any degree of immunity to cold, basically normally movement would be a minor action, right? You can go ahead and take movement basically freely whenever whenever it is your action. While you're under the effect of this environmental condition, movement is no longer a minor action. It is always a task for you to go ahead and move, just representing the fact that you're cold, so your bodies aren't working properly. As well, once you leave the runabout, and so this is going to be something I'm going to ask you guys to keep track of uh, so that I don't have to. Once you leave the runabout, until you succeed on a task, any task you try to con- you try to uh, do is one difficulty higher than it would be normally. So if shooting, for example, is normally a two difficulty test, until you have successfully done something, it's a three difficulty test. Now let me ask you something about that. Yeah. The Andorian trait. This trait may reduce the difficulty of tasks to resist extreme cold. Yeah, that absolutely applies. I would say that the movement penalty probably still applies, but the task penalty mm-hmm. does not. Okay. Do we, or not really do we, because I don't think not having them is an option, how many environmental suits do we have on the shuttle? I would say, again, that would be something that would have to be investigated to see how many of them are working. Because, again, the as ship is under been, severe power drain. As people have been talking about this, that is what Najar would be checking on next. So they shouldn't, it should be less of a charge issue than phasers, but. Well, theoretically, go ahead and roll and see, see how successful you are. So it was a two-difficulty challenge last time. I think we said security reason, right? I will spend one of our momentum for a third die. Like it. Sonara, you want to see if you can help me get some environmental suits together? Yep. Will survival help again on this one? Sure. Okay. Once you have determined that it's probably not safe for other people on the outside, yeah. Um, I have three successes again. Okay. Let's check my focuses, because I got another two. Yeah. I got a 14, so that's a one success. One success, okay. So that is at least one more momentum. Nah, my my focuses won't add to that. So I have three successes, four successes total, two momentum. Yep, yep. Okay, and then I need your D6 rolls, please, to go ahead and see. Same rolls as last time. D6 to see how many environmental suits you can find. Six. 
Whew. All right, cool. So the environmental suits are clearly not on the same power. They must have been fully charged already. They're not on the power grid. Because you need those in emergencies that they would be separate from the Exactly. Power I mean, grid. if there was ever like a catastrophic hull failure, you wouldn't want to go ahead and not be able to get into your environmental suit. Fabulous. So excellent work on that one, Najar. That is going to allow you guys to not suffer the cold of space effect in the environment. Yeah, there you go. I don't think, there are no negatives to the environmental suits, I wouldn't imagine. They, there's no like movement penalty or agility penalty or anything like that to them, I, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, being in Correct. Being and they in also provide uh, one point of resistance for yep. damage. There you go. Okay. Nicely done, Nishar. All right. Thank you. And that'll give us individual personal air supplies, too, so we're not even breathing in that cold air. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everybody's got a bubble head, though. Cool. Excellent. All right. So I will cross out that entire. Do we have a little handle on the front right? of the spacesuit? <laughs> <laughs> so you can. Sorry, Josh. No, as I said, let me cross out that entire line of narrative. I don't need to read that anymore. So there you go. Uh, that's why I said sorry, Josh. <laughs> so you guys have environmental suits. Three of you have plasma rifles, and you have the makings of a plan. Live on Kickstarter now, our next book, The Traveler's Guide to Factions, will add depth to your world setting or character's backstory, bringing you all the tools you need to make your next role legendary. Our nine fully detailed factions can be used in any campaign and can be tailored to fit multiple genres and time periods. The system agnostic lore takes you deep into the foundations of each faction and provides guidance on how to seamlessly integrate them into your game system and society. Plus, the book includes an entire chapter containing all the tips, tricks, and processes you need to craft your own factions. Combine all that with the amazing art that we have commissioned and the additional content from our stretch goals, Traveler's Guide to Factions will be a book you don't want to miss. Check it out on Kickstarter now by going to www.ttjourneys.com slash kickstarter. Tanari. And is Ocean's rank commander, lieutenant commander? Lieutenant commander. And lieutenant commander Ocean, to see if you approve. Is there any way that we could tamper with the ship systems from the inside to cause that port side in a cell that we would be taking cover behind to have some system in it short out and perhaps begin to spark and smoke, hopefully then attracting their attention, but also creating a smoke screen, but without doing actual damage to the shuttle. So it would have to be a, a secondary system. I'm sure I could flush deuterium out of the Bussard scoops into the hangar bay. Would that look like a, a, a random malfunction? Depends on how often they're used to seeing venting gas from a Federation starship. Indeed. So I would say in a situation like this that... You can certainly do that. There's no problem. That's a difficulty zero task for you to go ahead and do a leak. I would say to be able to create the advantage for you all to use that for any degree of stealth or even just to confuse the Breen enough 
that sounds like an advantage to me, so that would be a momentum spend. So let's go ahead and uh, if that's the course you want to take, again, I would need the the task. It's a difficulty zero task. This is a routine task for you, and then and then you can spend your momentum to if you succeed on it, then to go I'll, ahead. And, uh, I look to the commander. I nod. Might be interesting to do it on the starboard side, as opposed to the port. I was just gonna flood their entire bay. Oh, that works. I was thinking that it was centralized the, the starboard to sell. They might decide that they need to. They could associate it with the umbilical. Yeah. <laughs> Ports left. Yeah, I stopped and tilted my head to look at the ship and be like, "Which side's the left side?" Before I set port. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually. That's a very good point. If they felt, thought that the umbilical was malfunctioning, they would probably investigate that as well. It's also more likely that something they introduced want... would cause a problem as opposed to something random. Do we want to... Doing that may, quote-unquote, alert them as opposed to having the element of surprise on our side. If now, we they can might draw their attention to the other side of the ship, that gives us a little bit of extra advantage to get over to the south side here. And perhaps take out that one person before they're not noticed. I can do either. I'm not very familiar with brain physiology. Does anybody know the appropriate phaser settings to make sure that we can disable them? Nobody's very familiar with brain physiology. Should we risk stun effectively is what I'm asking, Lieutenant Commander? Or should we ensure that we drop a target that we hit? We should follow standard procedures. Let's not escalate if we don't have to. Understood, sir. Though personally, However, I consider being abducted clearly a Federation vehicle and hijacked across the quadrant as already escalated. They haven't killed anybody to our knowledge. Understood. Okay. Right. So tell me what the final version of the plan is. We got to get the belly door open. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we vent anything or do anything else before that, it won't do us any good. So we should yep. probably start there. Then we're going to vent gas out of the starboard nacelle in order to create the distraction that something's wrong with the umbilical thingamabob. Yep. And then... Venting enough to fill the area is is fine. You just want to be, make it obvious that it's coming from that nacelle. Yep. Yep. You think that the the remaining power that the runabout has has it has enough power basically to go ahead and do the venting, right? Has a, the to flush the scoops, right? That will probably drain the remaining power uh, that the ship is operating under. So I would suggest getting into your environmental suits before you do that. Yes, and before we open the belly door. Yeah, fair. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I figured the rest of these conversations had been taking place as we were all dressing. Yep. Yes. Fair enough. Yep. Just wanted to make sure that I was up front. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. So you're going to open the belly door and then start venting the gas. Opening the belly door on the runabout is not... is not. Actually, do you want to do it the manual way, or do you want to try to use the computers to do it? Manual. Mm, definitely manual. All right. Do we have any oil we can throw across it first? 
<laughs> Make sure it doesn't squeak when it. <laughs> Uh, who, who would like to make the strengthy challenge to go ahead and, and make that happen? If it squeaks, um, I hope Lieutenant Tenari log notes in the maintenance logs who was the last one to. <laughs> You're right. Who's responsible for oiling the runabouts? Yeah. <laughs> so. I'll add that to the duty roster. <laughs> Let's see. So I would say, let's see, this is probably like a fitness security to, to pry open the door. Who would like to take it? Well, in terms of comparing our physical strengths and that capacity, Najar would come in at about a 14. I'm close to that, but not quite. Sounds like Najar. Eleven. So we got the pencil pushes over there. You know, <laughs> I, I really, I didn't want to insult the pencil pushers, but I was pretty sure that the other secu- former security officer was the only other potential. But yeah, 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 yeah. And hey, we all got our specialties. <laughs> you do your thing, I'll do mine. Yeah. Indeed. I will say exercise the heck out of that brain. Yeah. Exactly. He says, I- turning the manual crank. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I would say if you're going to do it manually, it's like a difficulty one challenge. So it's not, not difficult. Okay. It's not automatic, but. A one and a two. So I have. Oh, crap. Okay. And you will gain two momentum. Which I will spend to create the advantage. Smoke screen. I like it. Whoosh. Okay. Whoosh. Okay. You have basically flooded the the hangar bay here with what color would the smoke be? It's like gas, so it's like a palish, whitish blue. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. And you're focusing it. You said on the starboard nacelle over by where the umbilical is attached, basically. Okay. Cool. So yeah, whitish blue gas starts pouring out of the nacelle, and it takes a minute to go ahead and fill the room, but within a couple of minutes, you definitely hear the mechanical, computerized. <laughs> fury of a uh, breen beginning to move across the room i am going to let's see so these are like guards i'm going to say two adam to use your your word from earlier technician type who are not armed coming over can now we've got a reasonable amount of cover going on now right Yes, you do. So the advantage, basically, what that does is that's going to that's going to if you think about like advantage disadvantage from from like a Wizards of the Coast point of view, right? Advantage is going to make them doing anything against you more difficult. You have basically overridden the condition that you are in the hangar, and the condition that you are in the hangar is screwed because you're surrounded on all sides, right? You have basically overridden that condition by the use of the advantage. Then Najar would like to using that cover drop soundlessly from the belly portal and move to take cover in the profile of said nacelle. Before we carry on, phaser actually, sets to maximum yeah. stun. Actually, we have we were already at maximum momentum. Uh, yeah, never mind. Sorry. Carry on. Say that last bit about your phaser, please. Sets to maximum stun. Perfect. Okay. The highest st- stun setting. Okay. So you drop down underneath. And again, you can looking underneath the roundabout. Because of the distraction, your visibility is not great either. The only thing, the only motion that you can see is again, you've got these two green up here near the nose of the vessel that are moving from the door over here on the left hand side towards the nacelle. 
Can I slip down the edge of the nacelle and around to be staged um, on this corner so that as they're coming to the umbilical, I have a clear shot? Yep, I would say, yeah. That, that should that be w- shielded by the ship itself in the nacelle? That is, with, now that you are in your environmental suit, yes. All right, I will follow suit, and I will, but I will drop down to the other side and take covers because okay. my goal is the security guard that is to the south. Yep. Um, I am going we to... We could be talking quietly over communications, too, because we've got radios in these suckers. Yep. Okay. I am going to see... So because you are closer to to that guard than Najar is to the other two, and because he is a guard and not a technician, and on the far side of the starboard, I'm going to give him a roll to see if he can find you. Let's see. I'm going to say security and insight. Why not make it an opposed roll, Josh? Oh, there we go. That works. Yep. The guard will make a security and insight roll. Ocean, you said daring security? Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right, okay. roll your two and see what happens. I suppose you can buy more dice with threat and Yeah, I'm going to buy one of the well. dice from the, with the momentum. With momentum? Okay. So that like would get three. And excellent. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spend a threat also to go ahead and buy a third die, because that seems reasonable. Uh, clearly yep. something is going on. His attention is a little bit drawn, so let's see. Fair yeah, enough. His, Peter's, his Peter Tingle's probably going up. Yep, and uh, I probably could apply my focus of either small unit tactics or strategy tactics here. Yep. Yeah, I would say small unit. Yep. Uh, I'm going to re-roll... <laughs> that is, yep. I have the cautious security trait. Okay. Uh, oh, good. Let's see. Daring and security is 14. I rolled a 13, a 12, and a 5, which is That's what three I successes. need for critical. Yep. So, uh, yep. four? Four successes. Okay. And you beat me. I only had two successes. Okay. I do not see you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And now, does he get momentum back for does that? Does he generate momentum for the two points over your roll? Nice. Nice. Okay. Excellent. And do I want to... Presumably, you've not been detected, so you have a difficulty zero phaser shot at him. Yep. I'm going to hold that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it for me. Okay. Alik, uh... Tanari, who would like to go next? So I'm going to prepare an action to when the shooting starts, I'm going to start using a tricorder to jam comm signal locally to try and put out a jamming field. All right. Actually, can I back up a sec? Because I would like to use a a talent with this. I have the follow my lead. Once per scene, when I succeeded a task during combat or another perilous situation... I can spend a determination, and if I do, I choose a single ally, and the next next task that ally attempts counts as having assistance from me using my presence and command. So I'd like to give that to a leak. Okay. Nice. Uh, that, yeah. Yep. So basically, he gets a, he, he's already starting at one success, basically. No, he, gets, actually, uh, he would get he would get assistance from me, even though I'm not actually able to assist him. I see what you're saying. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it, it allows you to make the roll. It doesn't give him the bonus points. Got it. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay, so Alik, what was the what was it you're looking to do? So I'm going to use my scientific tricorder to jam their communications. Mm-hmm. 
which we know how to do because of the Dominion War. Sure. I mean, we yep. kept up with that. So Reason Science, I think that's there's enough information on how to go ahead and, and fight the Breen at this point. I think that's probably a one difficulty challenge. Yep. All right. And I have a tricorder slash sensor operations. Okay. Nice. I like it. Focus. it. Yep. So Excellent. I will spend one, one momentum to get a uh, third die. I like it. 10, 11, 14. So three successes. And then I add the right. and control roll, which is just one. Is not a success, unfortunately. Okay, that's fine. You're already at maximum momentum, so really the only way that could have gone bad mm-hmm. is if you rolled a 20. So that's well, essentially, not a 20 was pretty much your goal. <laughs> so essentially what I'm doing is I'm creating a scene complication that it requires a difficulty three to create a jamming field. Yep. So if they want to communicate out, they need to do something and get three or more successes I like it. to okay. get a signal through. All right. Okay, Tanari. Uh, and, uh, sorry, Alik, did you drop out of the runabout also, or are you still in the runabout? Uh, I'm still in the runabout. Okay. All right, Tanari. All right. The plan was to get down to one of these two and um, essentially take one of them out to get to one of the consoles. Yeah, you can see. So when Ocean dropped down, he basically dropped down to the backside of the, mm-hmm. the nacelle. And so, yeah, that's the... These, just to clarify too, down at the bottom part there, those are two doors that they are guarding. There seem to be a bunch of like crates and storage things. Yeah, those are like crates and storage things that are down there. The console, the only console that you can see in here is way off to the left-hand side. That's the only thing that looks like a console in here. Everything else is like storage containers and things like that. Storage containers of various types too, like various, it's not all like... Some of them have Orion mm-hmm. insignia, and some of them have Vulcan insignia, and some of them have Federation insignia. Seems like a bunch of stuff like that. So, Sorry. yes, Leek. Sorry, that was supposed to be mute. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> my microphone. I'm going to drop down, get next to Ocean, and prepare to support him with whatever he is planning on doing. Okay. I like it. Let's see. Again, because you're like in the neighborhood, I'm going to take a roll. Actually, we're going to do this as a posed roll, so you're trying to be stealthy, right? Mm-hmm. And what we, Ocean, what did we give you last time? It was... I did security uh, daring. Yep, security daring, yep. All right. He will also, he will do, yeah, security insight I'm again. I'm going to spend a momentum on that to get a third dice. Yeah, and I'm going to spend a threat to get a third dice. Can I count my survival focus on that? Or survival? survival for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Two nine, successes. Seven, nine seven seventeen says two successes. Okay, and a tie goes to the observer, right? But that was his action last time. That's right. Yeah, this um, was Tanari was trying to be stealthy. So tie yep. goes mm-hmm. to Tanari. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Okay. So as far okay. as you as far as you can tell at this point, the Breen that you can see again, he's only I. Uh, He's not necessarily close range, but again, he's only 20 feet away from you, right? He's definitely, like, looking around, but has that face of, I'm sure the technicians will take care of it. Like, somebody has called IT, right? Like, we're, that, that's, that's what we've got going on here. So, the face you know. behind his helmet. Exactly, yeah. Like, so. Okay, so that kind of ends round one. At the beginning of round two, the two technicians, uh, Najar, you see them come around the end of the nacelle, and they're, they're like, looking at the umbilical connection. They're shaking it. They're, you know... So are they over by it, then, to within short range? Yeah, they're you're within close range of them, yeah. Again, like, close enough that, like, 
you you could move and engage them without any problem whatsoever. But do so, I need to move? You don't need to move because you have a plasma rifle. You can shoot them. So. Okay. Don't phase me, baby. <laughs> so. Who would, then, who would like? Who would like? Yeah, yeah. I suppose that that would open up to you. Yep. I would whisper into my comms. With no commander ocean. The techs are within my sights. Let me know when to fire. Um, okay. And I would I would motion to you, Harry, for pointing at the one the the individual that is over here. Okay. Then I and I point at you and give you a moment or two to draw a bead on them and uh, I don't know yeah we'll count it down on three one two three and take the shots okay who's gonna who's gonna take the first one I'll go first all right all right so this is is it still control and security for this I think it's daring it is daring I know I know it's daring the comms daring yeah it, daring is I punch Gotcha. Oh, control okay. the shoot. However, before you do take your shot, there is a you can take a minor action to aim. Okay. Instead of move, and if you, that gives you a if you aim, you get a reroll. If yep. you oh, if you want. Okay. Yep. You, Ocean, you can aim from where you are, Tanari, to get around. You're going to get around the nacelle to take your shot, so you're not going to be able to. You'd have to move. But uh, we. Yeah. But Ocean, you can. No. You don't have to. Then let's. Do you want to switch the shots then, Tanari? You take the close guy so you can aim? Sure. Okay. I don't know what your scores are like, so that's... Actually, I've got, another, I I take a, I've got uh, another idea, but sure. Yeah, I get a momentum. I'm going to pull him up a momentum. Okay. I'm going to put me in three. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, and so, Ocean, you so you move basically up here to go ahead and shoot at the other guy? Is that... Or are you uh, gonna, no, I, where are you going to wheel? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought I could... I'm over... I, in my head, for some reason, the cell is much smaller than... It actually is. So yeah, I would move to where you just put me. All right. So like up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got Staying you. low though, because I don't want. Yep. The, the yep. Totally. Yeah. 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 You're definitely. You've got. You can easily, especially with the fog right now. Like yeah. cover is not a problem for you. That's not going to be an issue. Okay. And as we yeah, said, hide, hide behind the gas-filled Bussard collector. Exactly yes. right. Yeah. You got it. What can possibly go wrong? I love this plan. I'm happy to yeah. be a part of it. Discharging high uh, energy weapons around cells. Sure. Whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah. Three dice, one to twenty. But I like it. Uh, that but is you get a two successes, two successes, and a complication. But okay. you have a reroll because you, you have a reroll. I do have a reroll. Thank you. Yes, because you have cautious security. Yes. Oh, thank you for reminding me of that. Let's get rid of that twenty, and it becomes a four, which is Excellent. if you have phaser rifle. Yes, which is going to be a critical for small action, small unit tactics, or Excellent. strategy tactics. So okay. Take your pick. Excellent. Swing. Uh, love two it. Two-point swing. Excellent. <laughs> I don't love that. Thank you for the reminder. And, and, and no complication. That's, yes. All right. Yeah. Roll your damage. Okay. Damage on this thing is... Page two. Security plus four. It's security plus four? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me... So that means I'm rolling security plus four D six D sixes, correct. Yeah, the challenge dice. The challenge dice. Yes, I got my. Yeah. Dice. So it's one, that two, is, three, yeah. four, blank. I yep, six. I got the. Uh, I got actual challenge dice. Oh, nice. Yes. So I'm gonna roll nine of them. Two stars. 
okay. plus four, and I get three more to roll. So the the delta is a success and something, right? All right. All right so my total is six. Wow. I did not roll any blanks. I like these challenge dice. So what did I say? That's I was at six, eight, nine, ten with three deltas. Nice. That sounds big. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with how the the personal damage works in the game. So it works just like the ship damage and the extended task five or more that gets through the resistance which I assume brains have a suit. They have a one resistance like us as well. Uh, causes okay. the injury that takes them, unless they spend momentum threat, takes them out of the seat. Yep. How many did you give me? I got 10 plus three deltas. <sighs> yeah. So two injuries. <laughs> yeah, and these guys only have... Like an extended challenge or a ship damage, five is the magic number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, so your plasma rifle basically lights up the the fog that's in the room here, and he collapses against the wall. Yeah. And you hear like greenish chatter that doesn't all that kind of stuff coming from from this area over here. I'm not. I don't have to punch on. Coming from this area over here, like the three that are over on the left-hand side of the hangar there, but they again, you guys are well hidden. Your stealth is in effect. Can't really determine what's going on. But the two breen, the two security breeners, I'll do all that in post. Yeah, yeah. But they basically move out from their security position into the into the hangar proper. Okay. Who is that? Josh Lighten Magic. What's that? Is that Josh Lighton magic? Exactly. It'd be Josh Lighton magic. Exactly. Yeah. Who wants the next? Who wants next? Do you want to let a leak go so we can hit the jammer? Yeah. Yep. Leak jams. Okay. And their Breen talk becomes a little bit more insistent now. If you, it's hard to go ahead and read the Breen, but it seems like there's some more fervency. Yeah. Still being, and you're still in the runabout, so it's you don't get the kind of the visual cues, but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna stay well, safe in the countdown. I heard someone shoot a phaser, so yeah, I set we, off the tricorder. Yeah, we had a countdown, so he would yeah. know what. Yeah. Next time on Star Trek Preservations. I will spend threat, uh, but instead I'm going to be spending threat to bring in some reinforcements. Tanari takes a deep breath. Puts his rifle aside, pulls out his Ushan, and charges the Breen. Hold on, because turning on the ram scoops, we said, basically took out the rest of the power to the boat. So you're going to have to do some creative engineering to get power to turn the lights on. Okay. Is it possible for me to rig either our, one of our tricorders or one of theirs to where we can get a remote control for this panel. 